0: Recovery radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, so glad you're here with me today. don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee in front of me from uh, Trader Joe's French roast. I don't know what the difference is, but boy, it's delicious. I wanted to talk about an element of playing God that it's kind of easy to pay attention to. It's kind of easy. It's like a don't play God starters pack. I remember when I first... Became aware of this and stopped doing this, it changed my whole life dramatically. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? If you have kids under the age of 18, it's a whole different conversation. I'm not talking about that. Forget it. Forget that. Other than that, which is a different conversation, try to go, I don't know, a day, two days, a week, without trying to make anybody do anything. I do not try to make my wife do anything. I do not try to make my sponsees do anything. I do not try to make my godsons do anything. My friends do anything. If somebody wants to do something, rad. If you don't, rad. Whatever It's been a long time since I told the story I'm going to tell it again It's been Since the very, 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 very beginning I was in a Musical group And we had lots of momentum Lots of stuff had Worked out. It's going swimmingly from my perspective, and been putting so much work in for such a long time, and finally we were getting press and getting really good gigs, and and um, it was just rocking. It was so exciting, thrilling. My dreams were coming true, and I was about seven years sober at this time. No, six years sober. And the band used to go out to dinner together before we would rehearse. We rehearsed like three days a week for hours. And before we practiced, we would go out to dinner. And one of these nights after we went out for dinner, we got back to our rehearsal space. And the drummer who had been in the band for a few years sat next to me, looking really sad. And he didn't really move his arm. He just moved his hand and handed me a really thick, um, folded up paper. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What is this? My heart sank a little bit because it wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I had a feeling it was going to have a, Impact on things in a way that he didn't think Was was going to be desirable for me So I read it I stood there and opened it up And I read it and it was a big long Letter About how he is moving Immediately Out of the state To be with his family And Like I said I was sober about six years at this time And I To be completely honest, the first thing that I thought as a result of these steps, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, the first thing I thought was about him. I imagined how afraid he was to talk to me. I imagined how that probably wasn't the first draft of the letter. He had been up all night. He had been aware that he was going to be giving me this letter. He knew it was going to disrupt all the plans that we had made and I had put so much work into. He was probably really sick about it. Really nervous, probably talked to people about it. Didn't even feel like he could tell me he had to write it. And I thought about that. I didn't think about the fact that it was disrupting all the plans. I didn't think about all that. What I've thought about as a result of the steps... As a result of having been trying to practice them for about six years at that point. I thought about his experience. And I thought to myself, in his wildest dreams, if he could just, if he could, if he could come up with any scenario, his dream scenario for how this would go. I said, God, help me give him that. Because in actuality, nothing was happening to me at all. He was simply following his heart. He was following his own conscience. And I don't know where you're at with this story. Maybe you're like, eh, duh. Duh. Should just treat that way, treat everyone that way. It's this is not a big, this is not a news flash, or maybe you're like, huh? I don't do that at all for people. You know, years earlier, I would have tried to convince him to stay. And I would have, but I would have, you know, made it hell for him, just because he's trying to honor himself. But by that point, I had come to see that anything shy. Of supporting somebody's own decisions. To follow their own heart is selfish. And playing God. So I said, I totally understand. I'm so happy for you and i imagined him going being cut free go be with his family and i and i was happy for him i wanted that for him i wanted it by that time i i really i really had profound spiritual awakening and i realized already that i was not entitled to anything nothing is happening to me Mike, the guy who really showed me how to live the steps by his example, used to say the idea is to get to the point where you realize life is fair. People were appalled by that, some people. But the relief... That poured over him And my reaction Was something I'll never forget And I felt very close to God And it was a turning point Because it was a major disruption to my plans It was really the first time in sobriety That I had worked on something for years Only to have it seemingly You know go south it didn't go south actually at all that's another story but my cousin ended up taking his place and it ended up being you know even better in every way but but i had learned by then by that point that you know, seek to understand than to be understood. Nothing was happening to me. What was happening is I had a drummer in my band who was following his heart and wanted to be closer to his family and was tortured by this um, decision that he had to make because he was really close to everybody in our group and we all loved him and we all got along really well and So since then, I've really tried to make a concerted effort to not bully people into doing things, not push people into doing things. I might here and there do that. And I stop myself really quick, I think. It's very loving to let people live. So maybe you have a hard time with that. Try it. Go in a day <laughs> where you don't try to get anybody to do anything. It'll change your life. Let's try it. Or not. I don't know. I'm not going to try and make you do this. All right. All right. If you're listening to this show right now, you're not listening to something I recorded recently. I'm on vacation and I will be back with fresh episodes on Friday. So I'm on vacation. I finally, I'm, you know, the... I got nothing. I'm, You know what? I'm not. I'm ready for a vacation. I'm not funny today. I don't have the modeling stuff. It's not. It's never funny, but it's really extra unfunny today. So I'm not even going to try it. I'll give a shout out to everybody. All my friends, everybody who sor- supports this show. It means so much to me. Happy Joyous and Three, Sober Gratitudes Podcast. Podcast greater than yourself, Black Rhinos International. Big books, Teddy. Chelsea. And I will say to anyone who needs to hear it, that everything is okay. Just know it. On that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do.